experiences better. Uh, they've unveiled a new website. Michael E. Levine is a professor at NYU Law. He says turning around an airline company is like turning around a ship. A lot of people from outside the industry keep coming in and assume that the airline managements must be a bunch of doofuses because they just don't seem to be able to get it right. And then they discover how hard it is to get right. But he says United's problems run deep and go far back. Shareholders will decide who wins the battle for control over United at the company's shareholder meeting in June. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore for Marketplace. The New York Stock Exchange was founded 199 years ago today. The anniversary, I have to tell you, passed unnoticed. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. Roller coaster, seesaw, or completely normal, any of those phrases could legitimately be used to describe the ups and downs in the price of crude oil of late. Big picture, though, oil is well off its highs, the highs of the boom a couple of years ago, which has left tens of thousands of people in the oil patch out of work. Now, many of them are turning to the courts, saying that they weren't paid fairly when times were good. From KUNC, Dan Boyce has that story. 28-year-old oil driller Cody Armejo lives with his parents in Riverton, Wyoming. He's basically been out of work for a year. He keeps his long brown hair tied back with a bandana, and he's having ramen noodles for lunch. I should have saved a lot more. I should not be in debt. I should not be debt-free and have, like, thousands in the bank, but I don't, you know. Then, one day last winter, Armejo gets this letter about a class-action lawsuit saying precision drilling didn't pay him enough overtime when he worked for them. Yeah, I was way surprised. I was like, what the heck? What's going on? I had no idea. I honestly had no idea. As oil prices started dropping a year and a half ago, these lawsuits exploded. Armejo worked in Colorado. In that state last year, there were nine times as many wage suits against oil and gas companies as there were in 2010. In Texas, the biggest oil state, nearly 10 times as many lawsuits. Federal records show oil and gas companies are among the top violators of wage laws, particularly by not paying overtime. When you look at the work that the workers are doing, you're talking about 24-hour shifts. You're talking about... Tess Castilleja works with the U.S. Department of Labor's Wage and Hour Division. She says oil workers' long hours put their employers at risk for a lot of wage violations if they're not paying close attention. Castilleja's office was seeing enough problems with this a couple of years ago. They decided to specifically investigate the oil and gas industry in some parts of the country. Since then, the office has recovered about $40 million in unpaid wages. We have found cases where workers were not even paid the minimum wage because they're working so many hours. So the idea that they're being highly compensated, in some cases, they're not. The biggest case her team has settled, by far, was against oil field services company Halliburton this past summer. In just this one case, they found Halliburton owed about a 1,000 workers a total of $18 million. The company released a statement saying they, quote, worked earnestly and cooperatively with the Department of Labor to equitably resolve the situation. It's the way the industry operates. Brian Gonzalez is a Colorado lawyer who represents workers in these wage cases. They see what their competitors are doing. They just do the same thing. And no one stops to say, well, hey, this isn't really compliant with the law. 
compliant usually in the way they are classifying workers as being eligible for overtime or not. He believes for a lot of oil companies, this misclassification is a conscious business decision. The chance of getting caught is low. And he thinks in some cases, even if they get sued, which is a big if, they'll pay a fraction of what they saved. None of the companies we reached out to would agree to an interview for this story. Not Halliburton, not Precision Drilling, where Cody Armejo worked, not trade groups like the American Petroleum Institute, the National Association of Manufacturers, or the National Chamber of Commerce. In fact... Hi, Chad. Uh, this is Dan Boyce. I'm a public radio and television reporter in Denver. We tried to reach every single company with a concluded case in Colorado from sometime in the past five years. Please stay on the line and we'll be back in a moment. No interviews. 